0: Gospel lesson today comes from Luke chapter 12, beginning in verse 1. So it won't be long. It's just a few verses. This is when Jesus is teaching in the temple. He looked up and saw rich people putting their gifts into the treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two small copper coins. He said, truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all of them. For all of them have contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in all she had to live on. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now you can sit down. Thank you, Gary, for reading the scripture. Please go with me to God in prayer. Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing to you. Amen. When uh, she was 38 years old, my mom was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. For those of you who may not know, rheumatoid arthritis is a chronic illness where the body's immune system gets a little too excited, a little overzealous, and starts to attack its own joints. My mom's mom, my grandma, also has rheumatoid arthritis. Besides debilitating joint pain, Other symptoms include overall weakness, stiffness, fatigue, and fever. One especially annoying symptom that's not mentioned on the CDC website is the unsolicited advice. Friends, family, neighbors, and strangers many of them with good intentions offered my mom advice on how to heal her illness. Had she tried the paleo diet? What about cutting out gluten, fat, and sugar? Anything that made food delicious? What supplements was she taking? Had she tried yoga, Or essential oils. My mom asked her rheumatologist if any of these suggestions would make a difference for her. He said no. (laughs) My mom's disease was advanced and severe enough that no amount of elderberry juice or fish oil would make a difference. So what would make a difference? Her doctor said quality health insurance, affordable prescription drugs, plenty of rest and listening to her body. Many times in our lives, we think that we as individuals can change things. And to some extent we can. Every person has agency. There are certain things within our power that we can impact. However, the impact we can make alone is limited. With the severity of her rheumatoid arthritis, the decisions my mom made about her diet, taking supplements or doing yoga would have little effect on her illness. But what would improve things? What would give my mom the best quality of life as someone with rheumatoid arthritis? The truth is, individual changes will only help so much. To really improve the health of my mom, and everyone with rheumatoid arthritis the answer is in changing systems like anyone with a chronic illness it is crucial for my mom to have good health insurance my mom takes multiple prescription drugs to manage her pain and other symptoms one of those drugs goes by the brand name Imbril. You've probably seen commercials for Imbril. It's like people splashing around in the ocean. (laughs) At $1,600 per week, Imbril would be impossible for most people to afford without a good prescription drug plan. Individual choices alone won't change my mom's health. In fact, her disease is so severe that the choices she makes every day, besides choosing to take her medicine, won't make much of an impact. To improve her quality of life, what my mom needs are systems like the health care and health insurance system to prioritize her well-being and the well-being of all patients over their profit margins. Our scripture today is probably one you've heard before. Jesus is teaching in the temple in Jerusalem. It is a few days before he will be arrested, jailed, tried, and executed. He is surrounded by the religious leaders of the time, and they are barking questions at him. These are the top preachers, teachers, and scholars of the day, so it feels a bit like an interrogation. They are trying to trip him up. All they need is one error, one little indiscretion to arrest this loud-mouthed rebel rouser, this troublemaker from that no-good town, Nazareth. Interrupting this rowdy scene, a poor widow enters the room. While others are boasting and bragging, making a big show about how much money they have given to the temple The widow humbly offers just two coins. In the past, I have heard this text preached to encourage tithing, joyful giving, or trusting God with everything. I have heard it used to talk about generosity and humility. While I don't think any of those interpretations are bad or wrong, I would like to go deeper. When we look at the historical context, we gain a richer understanding of the story. At this time, Israel is being occupied by the superpower of the day, Rome. The Romans taxed the Jews heavily So heavily, in fact, many Jews are barely scraping by. The Romans exploited Jews to collect taxes from other Jews. Remember Matthew and Zacchaeus? They were tax collectors for Rome before they started following Christ. With a select few Jewish men collecting taxes from their fellow Jews, the gap between the haves and the have-nots grew. By taxing the Jews into poverty and turning them against one another, the Romans maintained and protected their firm grip on power. Jesus tells us that the poor widow gave all she had to live on. Not only is Jesus commenting on the faithfulness of the widow and the arrogance of the men in the temple, he is also calling out the religious leaders who are present. These leaders have grown wealthy from aligning themselves with Rome. By choosing Caesar over their own people, they have turned their backs on their faith. They have endorsed a system that taxed a widow so much. All she has left are two coins. Risking arrest, Jesus is challenging the religious leaders who have allied themselves with Rome and the entire Roman occupation. While surrounded by people, who benefit from the predatory roman taxes jesus says look this widow is so poor all she has to live on are two coins while you all are flaunting the money that you have swindled jesus does not blame the widow for her poverty he doesn't critique how she spends her money or her lack of savings He knows her poverty is from a system meant to keep her poor, not her individual choices. Like everyone with a chronic illness or disability, my mom's well-being can only be impacted so much by her choices. What really determines her quality of life are the systems around her. Can she afford the medicine she needs? Does she have access to good doctors? Does her job accommodate her illness? Does she have loved ones to care for her? Like my mom, the widow in our story has limited choices. She is being exploited by the Roman tax system. Keeping our Lent series on risk in mind... I think Jesus is challenging us to examine the systems in our midst. Are they exploiting people, like the Roman tax system? Are we benefiting personally from exploiting our siblings, like the religious leaders were? The widow gave all she had, and Jesus asked why she had so little when the powerful around her had excess. Jesus came to usher in a new social order, to bring God's kingdom to earth as it is in heaven. He came to proclaim the year of God's favor, releasing the captives, giving sight to the blind, and freeing the oppressed. Our challenge today is to look at how we can participate in this new social order. How can we bring God's kingdom to earth? Where can we challenge oppression? Where can we opt out of oppressive systems? How can we free our neighbors from the oppression that they experience? That, my friends, is our calling. That is our challenge. Amen.